Wow! What's this? Elf. This is the North Pole. Shh. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it isn't. Yes, it is. No, it isn't. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Where's the snow? <laughs> Why are you smiling like that? What? I just like to smile. Smiling's my favorite. <laughs> Make work your favorite. That's your favorite, okay? Okay. Work is your new favorite. Fine. It's time for the announcement. Okay, people, tomorrow morning, 10 a.m., Santa's coming to town. Santa! Oh, my God! Santa here? I know him. I know him. <laughs> One of the best scenes. I mean, dude, look. That, that movie, classic. I've asked so many Great. people, like, do you choose Elf? Do you choose Christmas Vacation? Do you choose Christmas Story? Um, I'm not going to say I'm shocked. When people say elf, I'm not going to say I'm shocked when people say Christmas. I mean, those all three, you can just put those three every year. I'm going to be happy watching those Christmas flicks. You know what I mean? I think for a younger generation, elf oh, yeah. is like that one. For, like, I love elf. Yeah. But that wasn't around in the 80s and 90s, no. you know, where where I got those sentimental attachments to the Christmas story. And, True. Um, and you know, Christmas vacation, Absolutely. but for me, man, it's it's top five. Yeah, you know, Easy. it's in there. Did you do your homework assignment? Did you watch the ref? No, dude, dude. I do you know what this week is? You're fired, man. I like, can't be don't fired. come back next week. All right, if you have not watched the ref, hey, is that really what you want? <laughs> you want to fly solo? Yeah, man. Because I'm tired of being corrected on saying when I, when I say you know Jets wrong. <laughs> you know <laughs> the Jets, the J E T S Jets. Don't say it like that. It's not their name. I mean, it's kind it's of, not how you say it. It's, well, <laughs> and actually, people like the way I mess up names because everyone is does the same thing. I guarantee there's no way you're saying that tight end's name from uh, what's that new? Oh, Conquo. Yeah, there's. I mean, come on. Yeah. There's no way. Yeah, no I way. got it. Conquo. So, um, guys, this is week 16, fantasy football junkies, man, and it's a, sh- a majority of semifinal matchups yes. for, for your postseason, your playoffs. So, congratulations if you made it through. Um, I had someone actually really reach out and say thank you again for for helping me out on a on a start last week. He it was between Derek Smith and Juju Smith. Oh. And to me, that was a no-brainer. Remember I said that last week? I think I, I don't know if I specifically said we would. I think it's when we talked about receive, like towards the end when we start talking about receivers that you should start over yeah. other people. I couldn't remember how it got brought up. It Because it wasn't really a part of the show. I don't remember ever yeah, singling I mean, them out. I'm, but it, it, he said, thanks, man. He goes, I started Derek Smith on what you guys suggested, and thank goodness he did. You know, I mean, that was a great, great start. So I said, hey, you're welcome, bro. So I like hearing success stories like that. You know, I really do. Don't like hearing the bad ones. Yeah, and <laughs> we have a lot of those. <laughs> we've been uh, doing this long enough. I know in the 16 years I've been doing 101, we fielded quite a few calls the following week like, hey, uh, you owe me money. Thanks for telling me to start Tim Hightower, you jerk. Yeah, right. you know what I mean? Right, like, right. Oh. Right. Thanks for telling me to stream Tannenhill yeah. this week. What are you doing? Um, but egos, he would just say, oh, it was an injury. It doesn't count. Yeah, well. Yeah, no. We're I, supposed to know about injuries, dude, too. I weasel my way out of everything. <laughs> I make it. Yeah, I'm not ashamed of it. I so you're on a time constraint again today. I'm sorry. We're not going to we're not gonna beat around the bush here or anything. No, that's fine. We can, yeah. Um, I think I've got some really good stuff for you guys this week, especially with the yes or BS when it comes up, because, man, there are so many question markies. You know, I love to say that word. It's, it's probably, you know, you go to unlike it, but I don't care. That's not true. I like that. Listen, um, it's growing on me, man. <laughs> all, all of the, all of the little bonzy, just weird Thank little you. things. Thank you. Like over the course of the season, yeah. I'm like, eh, you know uh, what? Thank you. I'm warming up to it. Uh, Eagles. Because uh, it's, it's 100 degrees in this Saturday studio. night. I'm it's up so to hot, dude. Yeah. Golly. Um, the Eagles, there's a lot of question marks around that game, and we're going to address some of those. 
Um, a lot of other question markies, too, that surround how long players are going to be playing. Like we said last week, you got to look out for that. you got to watch for that. Because if, if you know Kansas City, Buffalo, if they... It, Someone pointed out, I forget who it was, on one of the podcasts that I listened to, that it's different when teams have solidified their their playoff spot and when they solidify the first round by. Yes. Okay? So don't sweat it so much if they haven't secured that first round by yet, but this week it could happen for some teams. It it could. Yeah. Um, I don't remember the list, but I know like Kansas City is up there, Philadelphia is up, the Vikings are up there. Um, that these guys this week could, you know, these teams could it, it could rest some players the next couple of weeks, and you've got to be aware of that. They could, and they also, you know, they they scoreboard watch. So if it's a later game and somebody loses in an earlier game, and that affects whether or not, like, it makes it so hard. To set your fantasy lineup, it's so easy to kind of overthink all the what ifs and right. what could happen. And it's, it's, you almost have to a little bit just push that stuff aside. Right. And, and don't be cute. guys out there. Yeah, exactly. And that's, and I, and I, and I'm, that's like the one thing I'm, I'm going to take away from this fantasy football season is that piece of advice because I, you know, when people give good advice, which you did, thank you. I usually sometimes just throw it away or don't listen to it because I'm like, I think I know everything already. I don't need the advice. But when you when I get nailed on it right as you talk about it, I'm gonna rem- it's 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 like embedded now yeah and I'm in one of these positions right now this week, uh, you know about getting cute and and I'm gonna talk to Eagle about this as we get closer to the end of the show and when we get to the yes or BS I'm gonna actually have him look at my lineup and my matchup because I am favored my matchup right now I'm favored one thirty to like one sixteen over this cat ooh. That's dangerous. Yeah, and I'm scared to death that it's gonna be one of the biggest upsets in fantasy football history because I have players. That are projected to do certain things. I'm like, there's no way they're going to do that. Yeah. Like, am I going to start Rashad White and Leonard Fournette in the same fantasy football game? In the semifinals to go to the championship game? Because they're playing the Arizona Cardinals. And every running back that has played against the Arizona Cardinals last three weeks, two running backs from each game have gone over like 15 points. What, what do we, I mean, and what? And what's your other option? I, I'll, we'll get to it yeah, at the end okay. of the show. Sorry, because I mean, we're I, getting off track. I, I know you got to be somewhere. you got you got you got to go clean some shoes or something. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> it's always helpful during Christmas when Ego... I'll be out. Yeah, I'll be <laughs> when out he volunteers to, mm-hmm. <laughs> to, the, to the people out there. All right, Thursday Night Fantasy Focus. Let's get through this one. Jags at Jets. When the Jaguars travel to face the Jets to open Week 16 tonight, it's going to be a battle of 2FC hopefuls going in different directions. That's a, that sets up some interesting stardom sit questions for tonight, and I want to make sure that we touch on a lot of them because, again, we're at week 16. You might be wanting to start some of these guys because you think they're going to get opportunities, and Eagle and I always talk about that. It's a big deal, man. Targets, opportunities, time on field, you've got to really, really look at that stuff, okay? Um, Jacksonville comes within with that red-hot Trevor Lawrence. We've been, we've been high on Trevor. I mean, it, it's been fun. I mean, I can't believe I'm saying this. It's been fun to watch the Jacksonville games. Yeah, Trevor Lawrence Dude. is. Yeah, it's he, been fun. He looks like what he was drafted right. to be. Right now, that Urban Meyer's gone, um, he's got two excellent receivers. I told yeah. you before we started recording, I got Zay Jones last week. Yeah, that, that, so my main league, I'm not playing. Yeah, because of Zay Jones. I mean, he lit up Tennessee and Dallas. Yeah, I mean that's not not easy, easy to do. All right, uh, Jaguars have concerns uh, against New York's tough defense with left tackle Cam Robinson. Uh, going down this season, but their offensive skill weapons are rolling. Jets defense, uh, you know, it was a little more giving against the Lions when their offense mostly tanked. 
And there's reason in the forecast uh, to, to be concerned because there's, there's rain, big-time rain that's, that might be happening. That doesn't bode well for, for passing, okay? But let's talk about who you should start or sit for the Jets tonight. I think you, I mean, obviously sit quarterback Zach Wilson. I mean, I, I don't think either one of the quarterbacks, I mean, Mike White, it's sad. Even if he came back with that rib stuff, I'd still be question marky about yeah, him. But not an option this week. It's Zach Wilson. I think you start Zonovan Knight. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bam was slowed against the Lions, banged up a little bit after Sunday's game, but the Jaguars have been a lot more giving on the ground of late. And he's still going to get the key volume, man. We're talking 70% volume, I think, for, for Zonovan Knight in this game. So uh, let's let's hope Bam is is more of a boom than a bust this week. I think you sit running back Michael Carter. I mean, there's been people looking at Michael Carter thinking, "Hey, I need to I need a flex spot. I need to put him in this game because they look at he's going up against Jacksonville." I'm telling you right now, man. Carter's production was was still at a stalemate because Knight is just man. They're just feeding the ball to Knight a yeah. lot. So sit Zach, start Zonovan, sit Michael Carter. Wide receivers now. For the Jets, I think you start Garrett Wilson and Elijah Moore. And Elijah Moore? I think you start. You can start both of them, and I'll tell you why. You're going to sit Corey Davis, okay? Davis is set to return from his concussion, and for what it's worth, uh, he, he does have the best chemistry with Zach Wilson, but that, man, Garrett Wilson has looked great. And Moore, he's a playmaker, and, and, and Wilson likes to throw to Moore. Wilson's the obvious high ceiling play. I think Moore's a squeaky, sneaky kind of floor play, you know, and if you need a flex receiver. Um, so I think you can start him in the flex spot, but I think you can start Garrett Wilson in a wide receiver two spot. Uh, I do. I agree with that. And I'm going to say Elijah Moore, I feel like is more of a desperation start. Remember it, it was Zach Wilson under center earlier in the season when Elijah Moore was wanting a trade because he was seeing zero targets. Now last week with Zach Wilson, he did see seven targets, mm-hmm. which was like kind of mind blowing considering their history. Mm-hmm. But if he sees seven targets again, but sure, I think man. that, and that's the thing is, I think that with with Wilson sitting, okay, and being out, he's learned, man. Hey, I, I've got to start doing things different, otherwise, I'm not going to last very long on yeah, this team. Get the ball in the hands of your playmakers. That's right. Yeah, take I a think note you, from Brock Purdy. <laughs> yes, sit tight ends uh, Conklin and Uzoma. I mean, they're they're not even uh, you know beneficial. I, I I don't think you start the Jets D either, um, but I would start Greg Zerline. Uh, Jets D's really good, man. Well, I mean. The Cowboys, D, 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 you know, didn't come through against the Jets, the Jags last week. I mean, think about that. Cowboys yeah. D sucked against the Jags. People who start, I think I had doubt. Did I have doubt? No, I didn't. But there's a lot of people that picked up and streamed Dallas for that game against the Jets. And the Jets have run into better offense of, of late and, and become unplayable. I mean, they've, you know, they just, I don't know. I, I think there's way more other defenses out there if you're in a 10-team league that you start over the Jets. And the Jags D being one of them. And let's start off with that Jags D because... I really, really think that you start the Jaguars' defense. They won Week 15 game in overtime with Roshan Jenkins' pick six versus Dak. They should be licking their chops right now to pressure this quarterback. I, I think you start the Jags' defense. I also think you start Trevor Lawrence tonight. I think you start running back Travis Etienne. I think Lawrence, we just talked about it, man. He's He's been going up against good defenses, and him and Zay Jones look great. Now, Zay Jones, you bring him up. Um, I don't think he's going to score three touchdowns. Uh, no, he's not know. playing me this week. <laughs> right, right. I don't. Uh, you know, he is a wide receiver too, though. I think that you have to start now. Is there a bust potential for Zay Jones? We'll get to that here in just a bit. Um, I think you start Christian Kirk. Kirk's slot value uh, bumps up again in this mess up because he's away from any of those big corners. He should be busy on these short passes, especially 
in the red zone. And I mentioned Etienne, man. I mean, I think that's what's helping Trevor Lawrence out so much right now is that Etienne is actually running the ball well. He seems fully healthy again. His open field burst, man, when you watch him run, is pretty sick. Yeah. And I didn't think he was that strong either. I mean, he is He a doesn't look power strong, back. Man. He man. looks kind of like wiry. Yeah. But yeah, no, you're right. He uh he runs like a like just a strong Grinds like out, a power back. Man. Yeah. Just really really does. Over 100 yards last week on yeah. the ground. Yeah. yeah. I like it. I think you start Evan Ingram too, man. Ingram is back working into the uh, intermediate passing offense. And that's the other thing I think that Trevor Lawrence has really done well. When he scrambles now, he's not afraid to throw the ball yeah. except for you know, he used to just get rid of it. Now he's trying to make plays, which, I mean, Evan Ingram, why not? Uh, tight end is such a brutal position right now, in, especially in the playoffs. You have to start a tight end. I'm rolling with Evan Ingram if, I, if I've got him. Yeah, I'm hard to argue that. My, my hang-up is that the Jets are the fourth-best pasty in the league, allowing under 200 yards per game and only 13 touchdowns on the season. Trevor Lawrence has been almost matchup proof though lately, but so something's something's got to give here a little bit. I I think Trevor Lawrence is a starter, but I think he's going to get you probably low end QB one points this week. I don't again, I don't think you're having a big boom week. Well, no, I mean Trevor Lawrence. But again, though, with Evan Ingram, I feel like if you're in a ten man league and you have to start a tight end, oh tight end, Evan, yeah, Evan Ingram, Evan for, Ingram sure. for sure you yeah. put in. And Trevor Lawrence could he have a boom week? I think absolutely. Why not? I mean. Yeah. When he did against Dallas, I was that's kind of when I think a lot of fantasy football analysts and 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 guys like us were like, dude, I mean, they figured something out in Jacksonville. And again, it, it, it helps that he's got this Zay Jones guy right now just running crazy all over the place. Anything else about tonight's matchup that you like? No, I, I'm I'm pretty much in full agreement. I'm the as far as the Jets go, I mean, I really only like Garrett Wilson and Zonovan Knight. Um I guess Elijah Moore, like I said, if you're desperate. Uh, Zay and Christian Kirk, you have to start, I mean, no matter what. And it, there's a chance because if you have Trevor Lawrence, you may have drafted him as a backup because he wasn't projected to be a QB one nope. going into the season. If you go back to our ranking shows. So I'm going to look at, you know, like, man, do I have like a guy like Tua and then a guy like Trevor Lawrence? And then I've got a really tough decision to make there or like Kirk cousins or, um, you know, Dak, you know, somebody like that. That's. These are all very, very likely scenarios because most people didn't draft Trevor Lawrence to be their one. Right. So they've been having to make these choices. Right. So do you start him over those guys? Here's a question for you. Do you start Trevor Lawrence over Justin Fields this week? Uh, I do. I do. And that's because I've got some stats here on cold and wind historically and what that does to mm-hmm. quarterbacks. And uh, just is that Eagles extra overall. point coming up? No, it's not. I just okay. I wrote it down because I figured we're going to get to some of this stuff. I okay. got I got a different extra point this right. week. Very good. Uh, let's get to the booms and busts for Week 16. We always start off with the booms, and I've got quarterback Geno Smith, Seattle at Kansas City, and I wish Smith had Tyler Lockett for this game, um, but I think he just got ruled out yesterday. I think officially ruled out yesterday. Tyler Lockett is gone, and Smith Smith should still get enough from DK and the rest of his supporting cast of uh, Marquise Goodwin, Noah Fant, Kenneth Walker III, be successful in this matchup. And and this is the this is the Chiefs' only reason why they might not win the Super Bowl. They're third mo- most in fantasy points allowed to quarterbacks, yeah. and it's crazy bad. I mean, it's like what eleven quarterbacks this season have scored at least twenty one fantasy points against KC, including. Davis Mills last week. 
Smith struggled in Week 15 against San Fran, but hey, why not? San Fran's a pretty darn good defense. He uh, just had 16 fantasy points, but he scored at least 22 in each of his six games prior to facing the 49ers. I think Geno has a boom game against Kansas City. I think this is going to be a tough game for Kansas City. Yeah, okay. Well, let me get into this now then because that is Kansas City is one of these games that's circled with the weather concerns. Mm -hmm. So something to keep in mind, when there is freezing temperatures since 2000, only 34, like, fewer pass yards per game on average, right? With freezing temperatures. So that doesn't really affect things as bad as we think. Like, passing oh, yards, you think? Passing yards. Okay. All right, per game. Only two points per game less, 17 more rush yards per game, right? So, but when the wind is blowing 15-plus miles per hour, there are 75 fewer passing yards per game yeah, on average. Six points per game on average fewer in those games and 14 more rush yards per game. So... You, you have to expect a bit of a downtick with the combination of freezing and high winds. These wind gusts are going to be 30, 40 miles per hour. So a boom potentially, but just because I don't think it's a big quarterback week across the board because of how many games are affected by the weather conditions yeah. this week and gotcha. how many big-name quarterbacks. And that bodes well for running backs. It and, does. And, and my running back uh, pick of the week, and, and, and you might be shocked by this, I've got J.K. Dobbins versus <laughs> Atlanta. Uh, I 100% Dobbins agree. shattered my expectations in his first game back in Week 14. Uh, Pittsburgh shattered those expectations again, 120 yards and a touchdown. He followed that up uh, with 13 carries for 125 and one catch for three yards on one target in Cleveland. Now, we're, we're going to see what happens uh, in week 16 against Atlanta. And, you know, fingers crossed Lamar Jackson can return for this game after being out the past two weeks. But even if Tyler Huntley starts again, how do you not like Dobbins as a borderline number one running back in all formats? I mean, he's got to have super high value if you are in a full point PPR league. Uh, yeah, and Lamar is still questionable up in the up in the air. Might be Tyler Huntley, and this is another one of those games that's circled with the bad conditions and it's a it's a feed the running back yeah kind of a kind of a game for yeah. sure against Atlanta. They're no threat. So J.K. Dobbins, I think, is, has a monster yeah. game. I'm glad you brought him up. I had him. I was going to bring him up too. Going awesome in. wide receiver boom. I got my guy DJ Moore. DJ Moore. Oh, you did versus Detroit. Now oh. ego isn't very fond of Moore. You've heard him talk about him badly a very very a lot this season. Uh, since he, I will admit, he's been a bust for the majority of the year. But <laughs> I think. He's worth using as a sneaky number two receiver this week in a majority of leagues. Lions are number two in most fantasy points allowed to opposing receivers, and 11 receivers have scored at least 13 PPR points against Detroit in the past five games alone. Moore has scored at least 18 PPR points in two of his three games with Sam Darnold at quarterback, and Moore <laughs> should have another huge outing in this matchup at home. Yeah, okay. Um that defense is just so bad against the against the pass, but it's another one of those games that's going to be freezing cold high winds. Uh, so, you think Sam Darnold is going to be able to cut through that with his DJ Moore arm? baby. This is his game that brings me back some uh, you know, a little bit of uh, respect from 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 ego here. Okay. Yep. Yeah, agree to disagree. 
My tight end, boom, this was a hard one just because, again, uh, tight ends, I feel like, have all been on fire as of late. It's just crazy. Right. Like, I'm starting Schultz. I'm starting Hawkinson. I'm starting all these tight ends over wide receivers, man. It's just insane, especially if in your PPR league, all right? So I've got Dallas Goddard at Dallas. Okay. Okay. Fun fact, Goddard's parents named him Dallas because he's uh, his dad is a huge Cowboys fan. Really? Yeah. All right. Thank you, CBS Sports, for that one. I like it. Uh, it's good to have Goddard back after he missed the past five games with a shoulder injury. Hopefully he can pick up where he left off when he scored at least 11 PPR points in six of his first eight uh, before getting hurt. Jalen Hurts, again, I'm gonna add, this. Is, we'll do a yes or BS here in a little bit. Obviously, it would, would be nice to have, um, but I think Gardner Minshew's fine. I mean, in their, in, in their lone start together in Week 13 last year at the Jets, Goddard had six catches for 105 yards and two touchdowns with Minshew. That is, I mean, come when on. A, when a backup quarterback comes in, it feels like the tight end is the one position right. that doesn't necessarily take a hit, but sometimes also gets like a bit of a bump. Right. So, yeah, no, yeah. I, I like it. I like that. It's a big boom. So, uh, time to get to my bus. And I'm going to, I love these. And again, you're going to maybe not agree with these, but there's, there's reasoning behind my bust. Okay. And, and I feel like we've nailed busts more than we've nailed booms this year. <laughs> yeah, and we don't disagree as much. And that can be more helpful when we are telling people, hey, who's who you should, like, here's who you should maybe not start right. this week. I right. feel like that can be just yeah. as helpful as, hey, get this guy in your lineup. This one here, I've had him on this bus list a lot. You know, it's either Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers. I'm going back to Rodgers this week <laughs> at, at Miami. Rodgers, it's a punching bag I just for hate you. this guy, man. I, I mean, know. everything he says on the field, interviews and stuff, I mean, ripping on the, his wide receiver. I mean, come on, man, just just stop. Go away. Rodgers comes into Week 16 at Miami having scored 15 fantasy points or less in three games in a row. All right, people? So when you think, oh, man, we, we, we got a chance to make the playoff. No, no, you do not. All right? He's got three interceptions over that span. He's been held under 200 yards passing. He is a turd. All right? Aaron Rodgers needs to go away. Huge bust. This, this game has a projected total of 49.5 points, according to some of the, 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 the bookies I've been looking at. We'll see if Rodgers can keep up with the Dolphins. I say no. Miami's allowed Justin Herbert, Josh Allen to combine for 671 yards, five TDs, no interceptions. But it's hard to trust. How do you trust Rodgers right now when he's blasting his wide receivers, when the running backs are doing an excellent job right now? And I, I don't think the team trusts in Aaron Rodgers. I'm sorry. I just don't. How can the team not trust in Aaron Rodgers? I don't like him. All right. Bust. Okay. I, <laughs> I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm guessing... If you are alive now playing in the semifinals, it's not because you're starting Aaron Rodgers. So um, probably a moot point. Just keep Aaron Rodgers I on I think a lot bench, of people probably, might want to start him this week where with, been, with Jalen Hurts being question marky. With, with, uh, you know, with, with Trevor Lawrence being so good now. And, and, and Brock Purdy maybe being banged yeah. up. You know, and, and Derek Carr. I mean, there's a lot of quarterbacks that I think people might not start and put Aaron Rodgers in. I'm telling you right now, you start Brady, you start Daniel Jones, Brady? you start yes, you start Jared Goff, you start Brock Purdy, you start Derek Carr over Aaron Rodgers this week. Um I'm going to disagree with some of that. I think people are going to be tempted to start Rodgers because of the weather. Right? They're going to be like, "Um uh, I'm, I'm looking at um at Burrow and that weather is supposed to be nasty and Rodgers is playing in Miami, it's nice, but um, don't get cute. Don't ego. get cute. Yeah, there we go. Don't get cute. But if <laughs> so I you start saying that, I'm just don't get cute. Yeah, but if I've got Rodgers and Derek Carr, starting Carr, dude, I'm not going Carr. I'm 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 starting Rodgers. That's right. Pittsburgh is going to be 
like treacherous conditions. Okay. I'm starting Rodgers over Carr. All right, so let's go to my running back bus. And this was a huge pickup on the waiver wire, and he was going to be one of my main waiver wire picks, but I just do not like this Rogers Rodgers or Watson? For running back? No, no, no. Real quick. Aaron Rodgers or Deshaun Watson? <laughs> I've seen a lot of people, I'm sure you have too, starting Deshaun Watson yeah. these last couple of weeks. You're asking the wrong person. Uh-huh. There we go. You're asking the wrong I will not answer that question. Just quit. Because yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to start Watson. Oh, are you serious? Yeah. No, man. Yeah. Come on. Now that, that It's just, in a dome, isn't it? It's Where's a personal thing. Is no, it in a dome? Dude, no, it's, it at, at it's at Cleveland, and it is like horrid, horrid conditions. <sighs> yeah. It's a Kareem Hunt day there, man. Yeah, you're right. Yep. My running back bust, I have, like I said, he's been a huge pickup on the waiver wire. He should be. Zach Moss, okay, against the Chargers. Um, Jonathan Taylor, we talked about it. You know, just it's sad to see that happen to a good, you know, athlete. Yep. Um, Jackson had 13 carries for 55 yards, uh, one catch. Um, just looking at these numbers, though, man, I, I, I just don't know. Um, fantasy points allowed to running backs for the season. It's, it Chargers are pretty good. They're number five. Uh, I don't want to trust any Colts player this week, especially when Nick Foles. Nick Foles, yeah, is in place of Matt Ryan. I, I, I just. I actually told someone to pick up Zach Moss. I was like, dude, pick him up because that's a great. I mean, he's going to be getting the. We talked about it earlier. Targets, touches, opportunities. Yeah. You know, I think Zach Moss gets like seventy percent of the, the the touches. I just don't like it at all. And Moss, I think, is at very least this week. He's a desperation flex play in most leagues. Uh, and if it's if it's PPR, maybe. Yeah, I, don't like I, it. I agree with you. I'm not. I'm not excited about it. I don't like the move to Nick. I don't. I just. I don't like. Indie. Right. And I'm in a 12 team league where I'm actually still playing for something and I've got to start Pittman just because there's there's nobody. And gotcha. I'm not happy about it. And that's Pittman. My uh busted wide receiver, your boy Zay Jones. Okay. Th- that Zay Jones you last week versus the Jets. Oh. It seems like a dumb idea oh, Jones to consider so hard, sitting bro. Jones, right? I mean and and I hope maybe the guy that I'm playing this week is listening to this right now and and, and you know He Zayed me right in the Jones. <laughs> I don't plan to, to to expect you guys to bench Zay Jones in a three receiver. If you can, if you've got an opportunity to start three receivers, there's you're going to start Jones. But this could be a down game from against the Jets, who are number two in fewest fantasy points allowed to opposing receivers. Now the Jets have allowed just two touchdowns to the opposing receivers since Week Eight, and only three receivers have scored more than ten points against New York in the past six games. Now um we've we've been hyping jones for the last three weeks and rightfully so he's been awesome 14 ppr points in four of his past five including 55 ppr points the past two games alone again against good defenses like we just talked about earlier with the with the focus you know um him and lawrence have a great bond i feel like going on and he also has 51 targets over that five game span as well i hope i hope he does well i hope i hope i'm wrong on this one no, I don't because I'm playing Zay Jones this week. I, I hope he has a bust. But I would only start Jones if he, again if you got a three receiver league in week 16, and then next week for the championship league or your championship game, start him right back up. He's got great matchup. He's going to draw uh, coverage by Sauce Gardner for the majority of this game. Who's a rookie, but he is a true lockdown cornerback who has been absolutely taking opposing wide receivers out of the game. So um, I I like Christian Kirk I think more than Jay, yeah. than Zay Jones. Yeah, this me week. too. And then uh, my tight end bust is uh, Najoku uh, from Cleveland. Uh, you know, you mentioned the weather stuff, and and, and listen, you know, the wind and snow are going to be bad. Um, 
you might consider benching him in, in, in most of your leagues. It doesn't help that the Saints are number one, though, and fewest fantasy points allowed to opposing tight ends, too. Uh, Cade Otten in Week 13 is the lone tight end with more than nine PPR points against New Orleans D. And I was like, what? Wow. Really? So there you go. There's a stat to throw at you. And again, uh, two or three games with Deshaun Watson. Uh, you know, he, he you know, he's had 13 PPR points, but again, I just think it's a big letdown. You in, in the weather, you do have to take into fact. You really do. Um, Deshaun Watson's uh, not not Deshaun Watson yet, and so with this weather, it's David Njoku. If he doesn't score a touchdown, he's gonna. It's gonna. Did be you an get to watch bust. any of the, the Deshaun Watson game last week? Remember, I told you yeah. the first game was just ugly. Those passes he was yeah. throwing. I mean, I watched what was on Red Zone. This doesn't look right, man. No. Just the balls. The ball does not look right coming out of his arms. Two years, man. Two I mean, years a long time to not be throwing yeah, the football and then to good. jump in without even really being able to practice with your team all season. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's gonna take. There's. It's gonna take some time. Right. He's gonna be good, unfortunately, because. You know, I would like him to just be bad, but but he's going to be good. It's just not going to be this year. True that. All right, let's get to our waiver wire targets before we get to yes or BS and ego's extra point. Now, again, I did this yesterday, um, so the percentages might. I think they they are. I should have checked them before we did this because um, I'm pretty sure Gardner Minshew is is no longer a one percent ownership maximum. Owned. No, he's like forty. Yeah, yeah, I mean, so yesterday when I did this, it was one percent, and if he still is available. Pick him up because Hurts is you know working through the shoulder thing. Uh, yes or BS question. I'll, let's just get this one out of the way right now. Okay. Jalen Hurts plays Saturday. Yes or BS? Uh, BS. Minshew has over twenty five points for the Eagles. Ooh. Yes. Okay. So I agree with you. Okay. And um, again, I I think he's going to be a top ten quarterback this week. I really really do. I do also, and it's be it's mostly because he doesn't have one of these matchups where the the weather is going to affect him, right? And he's shown he can he can be productive, man, right? And there are people that listen right now, like we said earlier, man. Um, you know, people doing fantasy football for the first time, uh, you know, people that are just picking it up and are just kind of the casual fantasy football manager, yeah. And all of a sudden they're like, oh, I, I I'm in the playoffs and I can I can win some peanuts. Uh-huh. What what? And they've had Jalen Hurts all year, and they may not have known who their backup was, or um, they had another quarterback uh, that was you know great all year, and then they're like, "Well, I, I need to go pick up, go grab Minshew right now." Okay, you might be that one of those sixty percent of people out there that or leagues that don't have him. Uh, my other one again, Brock Purdy. Uh, he was still only twenty one percent yesterday, and I could not believe. I don't believe that. Believe that. He was 21% yesterday owned. Maximum I, ownership. I don't believe that. I mean, um, <laughs> he's not putting up QB1 numbers, but he's putting up like serviceable. Consistent, yeah. Yeah, consistent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. So he's been slinging it ever since taking over for Garoppolo. Three games he's played, Purdy's averaged a 70% completion rate, man. 17.8 fantasy points per game in PPR, non-PPR, touchdowns for six and four points. He's thrown for two passing touchdowns in every single game while hovering around that 200 mark, providing yeah. some consistent fantasy returns. So if you're in a semifinal game and, and, and you want to get maybe a possible, you know, you're, you're not relying on your quarterback, but you need 20 points, I've got Purdy again uh, in my top 12 as quarterback this week. So I'm with you. I would I would play him over guys like uh, Aaron Rodgers. Like Aaron Rodgers, I probably would. Like uh, like Carr, like Goff, who's, uh, you know, in that, that weather. Mm-hmm. Um 
Yeah, man, I, I think I would play, uh, I would start Purdy as like a, a low end QB1. There you especially go. Especially in the 12-team league. Running back, waiver wire, uh, this guy was only 12% yesterday, and I think you mentioned him a couple times, Jordan Mason. You know, uh, We've talked about him. you got to grab him. Over his last three games, we've seen Mason pick up rushing stats of 8-51, and 11-56, and 4-64, and 64, and he is big-time available. I mean, I, I would like to see what he is today, but Mason makes sense as uh, putting him on your bench, maybe, maybe possibly flex starting him this week uh, if you need, need some points. Jalen Warren from Pittsburgh. Uh, Warren picked up 34% snap share last week against Carolina, running the ball uh, for 11 times, 38 yards and a touchdown, catching his only target. And most importantly, Benny Snell was regu- regulated um, solely to special teams. It, and that was shocking. And uh, Warren was the lone backup drawing snaps and touches behind Najah Harris last week. Upcoming matchup has the Raiders a good time to stash Warren if you need him for the, the championship game. Get him now while he's available. Yeah. Um, especially in like a keeper league, a deeper league, something yep. like that. Because if you watch that game, it was crazy. What'd you say? It was 30%, yeah. 40%. Yeah. Um, it felt like every time they <laughs> handed the ball off, it he was to Jalen Warren. Yeah. yeah. You know, I was like, where's Najee at? I mean, he obviously he's still got more of the work, but anytime somebody's cutting into the workload that much, uh-huh. it feels like a ton. And it seems like they really like this. And kid. this is the other running back too, on my waiver wire that I thought, you know, he's cutting into a lot of work too. Is uh, And I picked him up, Ty- Tyler Allgaier. Oh, sure. uh, from Atlanta, you know, 100% chasing right now, I think, in some cases. But let's get that out of the way. If you're in need of touches at the running back spot, Al- Algar can confidently get you there. He's averaged 10.7 rushing attempts behind Cordell Patterson. Back in, He's coming off a big outing last week where he ran for a career high 17 times. He and Patterson are still in a 1-2 committee. And this week's matchup is not really ideal at Baltimore. But I think every point counts when you're in the playoffs now. And that's one of the questions I have when I'm going to get to the yes or BS. I, I'm, in, I, you know, I'm in a spot where I've got to make a choice between some running backs, yep. and hopefully you can guide me away from trying to get cute with with Al Geyer over some other guys. Well, shout out to uh, local guy Justin Al Geyer, NASCAR driver. Um, Tyler Algier, I think, is who we're talking about. Yeah, same thing. <laughs> now I'm just doing it to be. You know uh, yeah, I'm, I mean? just I'm just waiting for doing you. it to. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah, I, I don't even know if that's getting cute, man. They really, really seem to be giving him the ball a lot. I mean, he, I think he has supplanted Cordero Patterson. Cordero Patterson, I believe, is unstartable going forward. Mm. I think I think Algier is is the only one. If you're going to start somebody from Atlanta, I think it's him. I think they really like him, and he looks good. Yeah. So I don't think, I mean, as a flex option, I'm for it. Yeah, they've got uh, Patterson and, and Algier uh, right there, back-to-back. With the fantasy pros, I mean, they're yeah. it's it's thirty seven, uh, thirty six, and thirty seven. They're calling it a coin flip, but they... <laughs> I don't know if I'd start both of them. Like maybe the Tampa nope. Bay running backs this week, but no. Uh, wide receivers, waiver wire. Yesterday, I could not believe it. Three percent maximum ownership. Marquise Goodwin, man. Uh, again, I think it's just because Lockett. You know, he's not going to play. Nope. Has he been ruled out? Out. He's been. He's out this week. He'll be back week seventeen. Okay. So, so Goodwin's a good, good pickup, especially if you need a wide receiver three. Yes, a hundred percent. I like That's it a, a great lot. Call. And then uh, Chris Moore uh, from Houston, nineteen percent maximum ownership. Uh, he's averaging nine targets in his last four games. We've talked about him in the last couple weeks. Yep. Um, go get him if he's still there. Demarcus Robinson. For Baltimore, over his last seven games, Robinson has averaged almost seven targets per game. Again, five-plus receptions in both those games. He's been a dependable PPR asset, so go pick him up. 14% maximum. I can't. When I see those, I'm like, man, I wish I was in some of these leagues with these people. Yeah. 
Because he ain't available in my league. Nope. No, I, I've got him. That's <laughs> yeah. why he's not available in my league. Devin Duvernay, I think, out for the season now, too. Yep. Uh, Mark Andrews is j- just hasn't looked right. Yeah, and his upcoming matchups are Atlanta and Pitt yeah. for the next two weeks. Yeah, it, pick him up for sure. Lots of advantages there because there's going to be a lot of throwing in those games. And Jahan Dotson, we've talked about him a lot, too. He's still not being picked up. I don't get it. No one's listening to our show. We've talked about how many three weeks now, haven't we? Uh, yeah, I mean, he's in the end zone like every week, Jeez. man. Yeah. Uh, tight ends, I really only found one. If you need to start a tight end, uh, Jawan Johnson from New Orleans, man. I okay. like I like him a lot. Yep. Arguably, no tight end has run hotter in touchdowns this year than Jawan Johnson. He's coming off a two-score outing, uh, bringing his touchdown total to seven on the year. He's now scored at least one touchdown in five of his last seven. Saints continue to, to sport narrow target trees, and, and the Browns' defense has allowed some decent production uh, so there you go. And we've seen Dawson Knox uh, tear up the, yeah. the offense. So there you go. Jawan Johnson is very touchdown dependent. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing worth note, that's obviously one of those weather games that we talked about. But Chris Olave has got some hamstring stuff going on. He's been on the field a little bit less. Um, Jawan Johnson stands to, I think, benefit for from some shorter passes and fewer receiving options. In very New good. Orleans. My streaming defenses this week I have are the uh, Chargers at Indy, Browns versus New Orleans, yeah, and then the Broncos at the L.A. Rams. I, the Broncos shouldn't be available. I yeah. know Russell Wilson's been bad, but they're one of the best defenses in the league. And I also picked up Tennessee taking on yeah. the horrible Houston Texans. Yeah, I mean, really, any of these games, if you're looking, I mean, Kansas City might be available just because they, they – but any of these games – New Orleans, Cleveland, um, Buffalo, Chicago, Houston, Tennessee, Cincinnati, New England, Seattle, KC, Atlanta, Baltimore, Detroit, Carolina, Las Vegas, Pitt. Like all of those games are these super high winds and freezing cold temp games right. where there's not going to be a lot of uh, you know, a lot of points scored. So right. if you're if you're looking like, oh, you, should I pick Turn up my piece Amy? of paper off? Let me keep it uh for after this because again, I, I like my Tennessee at Houston. I, I like I don't think I I think I keep that. Let me see if I have um if I have important things on the other side. <laughs> there you go. You can have it. Nice. There you go. My, All right. Read my so, chicken scratch. Yeah, wow. Dang. Talk about my, my Dude, speech. Let's I, talk about your handwriting. <laughs> hey. I write quick, man. I'm an efficient writer. So let's get the yes or BS before we get to Ego's extra okay. point. Okay. So we already talked about Jalen Hurts and, and Minshew, and uh you said yes, or you said uh, BS, Jalen Hurts plays, and yes, Minshew has over 25-plus fantasy points. I agree with both of those things. Okay. Uh, yes or BS, DJ Moore versus Detroit has more points than your boy Mike Evans at Arizona. Um, BS. Okay. Yeah, BS. Okay, I'm going to go yes on that one. All right. <laughs> and then here's what I want to do. I'm, I'm going to pa- go weather. I'm going to pass this phone over to you, and, okay. you, and you can break it down. All right? Because, uh, you know, very rarely... I mean, do I ask anyone else for fantasy help? Okay. But I do trust Ego's opinion. I trust one other person's opinion. That's about it. There's two people that I trust. Because I'm so, like, it's so weird when you get to this round, week 16. Mm-hmm. And we talked about it a couple weeks ago. There's just too many weeks. There's too many weeks, man. It's freaking me out. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> so I want you to look at my matchups. Okay. Yes or BS, and you can talk about anything you like to talk about with both those teams that you're looking at, okay? Yes or BS, I get upset in the semis this week. Uh, Mom's Cousins, no. Hello, Adams, no. I'm just going matchup by matchup. Michael and Javante Smith, Eckler, Davin Cook. Mm. 
I think he's got you with Tony Pollard. He's got you, I think, with Zay Jones over Hawkinson. I think you got him Singletary over Kamara. No, man, I, you win these matchups. Like, I think he's got you two positions. And that's it. You don't get upset. You win. You win. So you're saying, yes, I win. Yes, you win. And you, so you think I should keep it like that, though? I Yeah, I, well, I can't not, see your bench. Because I've got, well, I've got Fournette. And I was at yes, yes or BS. Do I start Rashad? I'm, I'm starting Rashad White, yes. I think, over Fournette. Yes. Even though Fournette, I feel like he just gets in the end zone more. Yeah, but I I trust Rashad White in his pass-catching ability to offset Fournette's potential to get into the end zone. Because if he doesn't, it's a dud. Right. So, But then I'm starting Singletary over Fournette. Yeah, I like that. Even if they're at Chicago. Yeah, it's a it's a running day. I'm telling you All that right. it's a they are going to run the ball. Um, I would I would throw out. Hey, Stephon Diggs might be a bust this week. Okay, I'll throw that out there. But I, I think they're running the ball. I think it's a good day for James Cook and Devin Singletary. All right. Yep. There you go. And I think you have the advantage at multiple other positions where you can you can kind of take that gamble. It's yeah. not, that's not getting cute. And I and I think also. I think the other thing is, too, when you start getting cute with starting players from the same team, um, and the only reason I'm starting Hawkinson is because it looks like he's starting Cousins. Okay, one of those. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like that could help. I don't help. hate it. I feel like that could help me out a little bit. Yeah, I don't hate it. But um, be careful starting multiple players from the same team. Yeah. It's very dangerous. Unless yeah. you're doing QB wide receiver, QB running back, that's okay. Really, Zeke and Pollard. You're talking about like specifically, yeah, like, like Rashad White like and Leonard two Fournette. Two running backs from the Pollard, same team is Zeke, the most scary. Yeah, yeah, that's bad. Najee and and and. Um, but you can start Chase and Higgins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, there there you can start Zay and Kirk. Yeah, you can start two, but two running backs is where it gets really, really dicey and kind of scary. I think Singletary and Cook, uh, Zeke and Pollard, and then Fournette and Rashad White are like the. The main, like, yeah. what do I do here? Yeah. All right. So let's get to the uh, Ego's Extra Point, and <clears throat> then we will wrap up week 16 on the Fantasy Football Junkies. All right. Here we go. Ego's Extra Point this week. So we have spent so much time. It's a long season. As Bonzi just said, it, the, the extra week, it feels like an extra month somehow, but we've stayed focused. We've stayed dedicated. It's all week long. We're looking at fantasy. We are neglecting our family and our responsibilities and our duties to focus on fantasy football. And now here we are. It's Christmas weekend. So Saturday, Christmas Eve, Sunday, Christmas Day, you've got family everywhere. This is a special, important time of year. This is like the family weekend. And I just want to remind everybody to keep ignoring your family one more week. (laughs) All right? Who cares? Christmas comes every year. You're in the semifinals. For fantasy football, you're trying to win a championship here. Stay focused. Stay locked in. Ignore the kids. Ignore your spouse. Ignore the relatives. Make sure you get that fantasy W. Give everybody a call later. Tell them Happy New Year's. It'll be extra Christmas yeah. presents under the tree, yeah. okay? And your family will not care that yeah. you're ignoring them. You'll, you'll have Christmas next year. You <laughs> might not be in the fantasy semifinals. Focus on your team. Pick up a W this week. Take our advice. Ego's extra point is up. And it's good. Merry Christmas. Yeah, Merry Christmas, you filthy animal. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I'm, I'm, I'm torn because, you know, I'm not uh, 100%, you know, with my kids every year. And that sucks because I get them on Christmas Day this year. I don't, you know, I don't get them every year on Christmas Day. Yeah. 
So it's tough for me, you know. But dude, I mean, I mean, I, my kids are old enough now to where they understand. <laughs> when they were younger, I was like, okay, I really got to I can't watch football till yeah. you know whenever. But but yeah, the, Sunday is going to be my big day. Most of my matchups are on that day, and this is a big deal. It's a difference. Here's here's the here's the other thing too. That I don't think you, you brought up. Listen, tell your family. This is a difference between possibly winning um, a bag of peanuts. Okay, uh-huh. one one little small bag of peanuts. But if I win, guaranteeing myself twenty five different bags of peanuts. There you go. Yep. Okay, they're gonna feed you a lot longer. Yeah. They're gonna taste a lot better. Fancy champions. Man. And that's it. You gotta get out of here. Yeah. Ko is calling me. Done and done, baby. <laughs> we are out of here. <laughs> Have a merry Christmas, you ego. Too, I love you to death, yeah. buddy. You're doing a great job, and, and, and I'll, we're not gonna fire you. So, nah, I uh, that. good luck, and guys. Always remember, make winning a fantasy football league a reality, not a fantasy. With the fantasy football junkies and New Hope Media Podcast.